Bryce coming in with the awesome introduction with the guitar. Ladies and gentlemen, this is officially the seventh episode of the DEB Sports Podcast, including with the cast with Eric come alongside with Don Corbin and Blake Long. Um, we're going to go ahead and get started off. You know what? A hell of a weekend. Um, the NBA playoffs are finally back. Uh, something to finally get into in the, the sports world with nothing really else going on with football being the offseason. Also, I want to give my big congratulations to one of my favorite golfers, Phil Mickelson, officially becoming the oldest golfer to ever win a major title at 50 years old. That's pretty freaking awesome. The GOAT. Um, some big news coming today. Uh, Julio Jones wants, is officially out of Atlanta. No more words about it. it it's a done deal. Oh, he wants also, out. Also, with Aaron Rodgers not being absent with the first day of Packers voluntary OTAs, and Deshaun Watson also not showing up to OTAs as well. So it's been a it's been a kind of a big day. So the Deshaun Watson was kind of like saw it coming. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, of course, like we we know what situation he's in. Yeah. So like we we're gonna see how that plays out. Um, the Aaron Rodgers one, I'm going. a little it's surprised about, but not Deshaun. I'm not. Like we said earlier, bro, he's a drama queen. So Ooh, Aaron Rodgers? Yes. I mean, yeah, you're kind of right. But, I mean, still I expected him to. Well, I mean, it is the OTAs, the optional ones. But still, the fact that, like, the, it, it's still big enough that he skipped out on it. Deshaun Watson saw it coming, like, from a mile away. Back when all this, when he first wanted to trade, I saw it coming. But Rodgers kind of expected him not to. I don't know I mean, why. Of course. Like, that that know. one surprised me a little bit. I, I I mean I'm not like shocked, but I'm surprised. Right. <sighs> wow. But Packers fans are too. They're realizing they're just depressed. <laughs> All they're right, so we're gonna go watch. ahead and get started <laughs> with the. Uh, um, I think a few teams are. We haven't really been active re- recently, you know, with all the boys. We took know, a bye week. With work and yeah, we took a bye week. You know, you gotta, you gotta <laughs> take a week rest and preparation. You know, and with us, you know, having jobs and stuff, you know, it's not our full time income yet. So yeah, of course, uh, not we yet. We're the first team to lose a bye week. <laughs> so, I don't know. The Jags done it a few times. We're gonna go ahead and uh, we meant to cut. So last week when we tried to do the podcast, but we weren't able to. Um, we're gonna cover the playing tournament just to keep it up. Um, cover that as well. Give our opinions out. Um, Obviously, Golden State gets eliminated. Um, the Pacers get eliminated. I'd like to point out that it's not because, like, we didn't skip last week because we were too lazy. It's because we were watching the the Lakers versus the Warriors. I feel like that's important. I I w- I'm not an NBA person. I was still really really interested in, in that that Lakers and Warriors game. Well, it felt like the playoffs almost. I mean, because it basically was a playoff it basically game. yeah. You know, but yeah, yeah. I mean, the, the same thing with like college basketball and MLB and the NBA is the regular seasons are really kind of boring. You know, like it's when you get to the postseason that it starts picking up. Yeah. Oh, yeah, of course. When it gets to the postseason, that's where the all the excitement happens. It's just, it's just like like it's like baseball almost. It's just, you know, the seasons are just so long. Um, obviously, the seasons have been cut 10 games short. But yeah, the NBA is just such a long season, really. So it's like it's hard to keep up with like every. You have to be a diehard. Almost. You really do. Yeah, you almost have to be a really diehard NBA fan to keep up with everything. But I am but, really um, invested in this this play in tournament. I like the play in tournament. 
That that was a big win. I liked it. I thought it was they a cool idea. Win. Yeah, I think they should continue it. I think it was really cool. What about you, Eric? If Me- if Memphis didn't win against the Golden State Warriors, then I don't see what's the point of the playing tournament. Right, because every other every the seventh and the eighth seed of both conferences would have made it in. Exactly. If that would have happened. Because it's because um, Boston because Boston beat Washington. They were the seventh seed. Um, the Pacers beat the Charlotte Hornets. That was the ninth ten ninth seed being the tenth seed, and then ended up. Washington being the eighth, Indiana being ninth, or Indiana still being ninth. Uh, Washington obviously wins, and then the only really mismatch that really happened was Memphis being Golden State, and then Memphis beat San Antonio the game before, and then uh, Lakers obviously beat Golden State when LeBron hit that buzzer with like 50 seconds left in the game. Apparently, seeing three triple yeah goals <laughs> apparently seeing three goals after getting poked in the eye by Draymond Green so. still I'm on LeBron's side in that honestly because I hate Draymond Green so much it don't matter bro like he That's sells point, I know Draymond I Green, know Draymond he sells really like a WWE wrestler but god I hate Draymond bro like and I understand the reporters are gonna ask him about it and stuff like that bro and you know like whenever Brady hurt his hand right in the super before the Super Bowl yeah he like he did, he took questions about it, but everything was I got hurt in practice. It'll be fine before the game, you know, yeah. nothing like that. You know, like he's the only goat that I've ever seen make excuses for himself when he's succeeding. It's really like he wa- he wants people to think he's the greatest of all time. He wants people to think he's superhuman. You know what that I mean? That he's overcoming odds that overcoming just... adversary adversary adverse. Huh. <laughs> overcoming adversity. anniversary. <laughs> we got <laughs> overcoming <laughs> adversary. Um. <laughs> But, like, they should have beat the Warriors anyway. Like, it shouldn't even have been close. Yeah. The Warriors, like, I mean, the Warriors had a great game against them. But that team is literally Steph. Yeah. It, it that's was, all it was it the Lakers versus the Golden State Steph. Yeah, that's true. And, you know, I, I think, like, I really hope that next season, whenever Clay does come back, it'll change the Warriors. And it, it definitely will because, I mean, Clay is a generational t- talent, at least as a shooter. You know, and he plays really good defense. Because you can't just double Curry then. Because they're going to kick the ball out to Clay sooner or later. You can't double both of them. Nope. You know what I mean? But And if I'm that not whole... mistaken, I'm pretty sure uh, Kelly Oubre and James Wise. Or, I, Kelly, Kelly Oubre's been hurt for a minute, and I'm pretty sure James Wiseman's been hurt for a minute. So, obviously, they um, the Warriors hasn't really been that great for them either. So, like, Curry is really the only option for them. Because Draymond has just fell off the face of the planet. Because Draymond. If I'm matter of fact, I want to cover this real quick. I'm pretty sure I've seen a stat that Draymond is the first player in NBA history to have more rebounds and assists more than points or something crazy like that. And that exactly what it was. Draymond can't score, but he could. But he could average you 12 rebounds and 10 assists a game. No, no problem. You need Clay Top. You but in in today's in today's league, bro, you need a score. You're you're right. Like this isn't like the '90s Bulls where you could have one of your pieces, like a Dennis Rodman, only get rebounds. You know what I mean? Like that's literally all you need yeah. someone on the floor with the with the three but ball now. The like the rebounds time. are so much longer now. Like your guards are able to get nine, ten rebounds now as like as it is. You got to be able to put the ball in the basket. And he's just like bro, like 2015 Draymond and 2016 Draymond. Like he was good, bro. Like he wasn't bad. Like he was able to like um, the games the game seven, 
um, versus the Cavs in 2016 when they they uh, the Cavs came back from three one. If I'm not mistaken, yeah, but if I'm not mistaken, he was the leading scorer on the team. Like it's just I don't know what's gotten in his head, what's gotten in his form, or something like that. Maybe his you know crotch shots have gotten to him. I don't know. Now, he correct just, me if I'm wrong. Um, didn't Draymond miss a game-winning layup? Yes, bad, badly. He like clanked that thing off the left side of the backboard. Yeah, he did. Ooh. Yeah, I remember. I, love it. I remember that. I, I remember that it. vividly. And to see that clip play and repeat and just just enjoy it. I don't. Yeah, I really don't know why I hate Draymond so much, but man, no, you I know really exactly just why. Don't He's like a punk. Him. Yeah, that sounds about right. The Warriors, I honestly don't feel that bad for them because I mean, dude, they they had their five years of fun. You know, the Warriors they've gotten three rings in five years. Like, it's okay for them to not make the playoffs the last two years. You know. Yeah, I just don't like Like, seeing Steph down like that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, because because in overall in general, Steph Curry is a really great dude. Like, we want to see every like we want to see people succeed and like. You know, he's already got three rings in the last five years. Like, it was the Warriors and the Cavs for four years in a row. So, it's finally good to see some changes. Which, who knows so. if he'd have won three if KD never came. I mean, I still think they didn't. They may not have made the finals one of those years, but they would have made it at least one more time without KD, I think. All right, so after that, we're going to go ahead and cover the first round of the playoffs. Um, my opinion exciting. about it... It, it was a, it was a little crazy a little crazy weekend. I mean, Memphis got their first win. Dallas beat the Clippers. Portland beats the the Nuggets. Phoenix beat the Lakers when Chris Paul was almost out for the rest of the game. Um, really, the only teams that got the secure wins when they were supposed to was Brooklyn, Milwaukee, and Philadelphia. Out of all the eight games, it was only th- uh, three teams that got. But like I said, or I haven't said it yet, but. It is game one in all the games, so some of these teams could come back and win four in a row. You just never know what's going to happen in a seven-game series. So The Lakers could easily win their series versus Phoenix, you know. They could. Um, they really could. The Jazz can easily win their series, and they probably will. If Donovan Mitchell comes back soon. Yeah. Um, I think the most interesting the most interesting playoff series that could really go either way is the one that's about to start the, – the, the game that's about to start in five minutes – in the Milwaukee Heat series. And as a Bucks fan, it scares me. But it's just, I don't know, man. Like, I, I can see that we're just missing something. And I wish just Giannis had a jumper. But until I, he gets say, I one. I don't think y'all are missing anything. I think y'all are just, I think what it comes down to is, like you said, Giannis' jumper and his free throws. Because, like, dude, I watched game one. If Giannis just sunk down jumpers and free throws, dude, Milwaukee would Milwaukee would have beat the piss out of Miami. He's literally modern day Shaq, like not as he dominant. Is. Don't get me wrong, like Shaq was a different level of dominant. Like no one could guard him. And there's been people that have been able to s- slow down Giannis, but like in terms of play style, like they are attack the rim kind of guys. And until Giannis learns to get a, a consistent jumper. <laughs> Or just knock down his free throws, bro. Like, cause he can get to the line so easy. And what's crazy? You know, he's hurting his I, team. What I love about the Milwaukee Miami matchup too. That's one. That's one of my favorite matchups too. Um, I seen a stat before before the first game started. I seen a stat where uh, um, where centers or power forwards are guarding Giannis. Giannis is averaging about what? Giannis is averaging about like what twenty eight point five points per game this year or something yeah. like that. And he's averaging like. 
30 something against centers he's only averaging like 19.6 against bam out of bio like bam out of bio i think is probably the best defender against Giannis. so that's why i think this matchup is well because like, bam's I, I, also like shorter matchup. than most centers like and so i feel like that helps him like with speed and stuff like that because bam's a pretty quick dude for his size he is, and, and yeah, he, he's not a true center. You know, he's six. I think he's, he's a yeah, six, six, eight, six, nine, or something like that. Um, I think it's going to be a really good series. I, obviously, I hope Milwaukee comes out. You know, but I could see that game. I could see that series going seven games, easily. I could see because I mean, they already are. They already almost stole a game at, at Milwaukee. You know, and if they steal one tonight, that's going to be big. I think the only reason I don't see this game, the the series going to game seven, is. Like, dude, Jim, like, a lot of players didn't really do that good. Like, the only players that really contributed for the Miami Heat was Goran Dragic and Duncan Robinson. Like, Duncan Robinson was shooting that hoe. Duncan Robinson right. was shooting the – he was shooting the three. And Goran Dragic was sunking down his mid-rangers. Um, Jimmy Butler but that, was – you're going to need that in a seven-game series. You can't just add – you know, it, or, or in a series period, you're going to – there's going to be games where, like – like, listen – Chris Middleton balled out for the Bucks. Yeah, he did. And Chris Giannis, did really Giannis and didn't play terrible. Shot in overtime. Giannis didn't play terrible, but you know, if there's an off game where Giannis or Giannis has an off game and Middleton doesn't step up, you know, I expect Drew Holiday or something to just come and save the day. You know, you're gonna have a game like that sooner or later. Especially, I mean, bro, you got to win 16 games in the whole playoffs to win the NBA Finals. I, I, I mean, there's going to be games I, where Jimmy Butler doesn't show up and Tyler Hero doesn't pop off and Duncan Robinson, Gordon Dragic are going to pop off. You know, it's just a, that's a reason it's a team game and it's a team series. Exactly. And with Milwaukee, I think Milwaukee, honestly, I, I like their starting a lineup a lot. You know, Drew Holiday, Drew Holiday's kind of the do it all guy. Like, he can play offense, rebound, pass the ball, play deep, play really good defense. I think he Dante, plays his role really Vincio well. could do the same thing, same exact thing. Chris Middle took a shoot. Giannis is a, a power. He's a beast. Um, Brooke Lopez, he's still got some years left. Um, but the other game I really also want to cover is the um, Suns and the Lakers. Um, Devin Booker, 34 points, 8 rebounds, 7 assists. DeAndre Ayton, 21 points, 16 rebounds on 91% of field goal shooting. That's a hell of a game that between that duo. Um, they're going to be a force. Like, even if they're not – I mean, they already are the two seed. Phoenix, if you're a Suns fan, you have to be, like, ecstatic right now. Even if you're only yeah, up 1-0. You know what I mean? Like, they, like, if you look at the talent that's in the NBA right now, like the young talent that's in the playoffs, bro, it's insane. You got Luka, Jason Tatum, Devin Booker. You know, like, I mean, all these pieces Nicole around Yoke, these guys. Nikola Yoshich. I mean, all these guys can pop off. And, you know, people are always asking who's going to take the torch from LeBron whenever LeBron starts to slow down, you know. And I think the NBA has a really good field of players. And it's going to, I think the NBA is actually going to become more entertaining once. Like, and it's kind of like, it's starting this year with LeBron, you know, kind of going down and, you hate to see that, even though I dislike him greatly. Like, you hate to see somebody get hurt. But with that, there's been a lot of more parity in the league that we haven't seen in the past decade, almost since he went to Miami. 
You know what I mean? Like, whenever he went to Miami, LeBron did, we knew who was going to make the finals, at least out of the East. And then whenever oh, yeah, he went back yeah. to the Cavs, we knew who was making out of the West, and we knew who was making out of the East. You know, every once in a while, like, the Toronto Raptors made it with Kawhi, and they ended up beating Golden State, and it was, you know, due to some injuries, you know, KD and Clay went down. It definitely hurt a lot. But, like, it was the same teams every year. You know, and I think we're going, we're starting a new era of basketball now where it's not going to be like that. A lot of these guys don't want to go and join forces. You I know, they're like the Brooklyn Nets. Right. That's and that and that team, at the end of the day, does not have a lot of chemistry together because everybody's been out at a different time. You know, I still and think I still think they win the finals because they're stacked. But who's to say that if KD or James Harden wins a ring this year? They don't try and break that up and go and split off. I think they should because I I, I like seeing parity in the league, but I just think the NBA is in good hands with what's going on right now. Like they got a lot of great young players that are coming, and then Lamelo is going to be on the upsurge here soon. Um, Anthony Edwards in Minnesota, especially with him and Carl Anthony Towns. I like, like, I like bro, Anthony Edwards a lot. I do too. Like this is like this is going to be a really good NBA in the next coming years, I believe. So with the Nets, though, I think, in my opinion. The only reason why the Nets don't, if they, they, there's a there's a really good chance they go to the finals. I don't want to sound like a dumbass, but the only the only way the Nets can really win it all is if their offense stays consistent. Like, dude, when I watch the Brooklyn Nets, like there is no defense and there is no great post play. They're they're literally the Warriors when KD went there. That's literally what they are. Because they had to gut their roster to be able to sign all the players they did. And, listen, I, I mean, I love great offense. I think offense is fun to watch, but I can respect a great defense at the it same time. It is now. It definitely is now. You know, that's almost the way to – at least in the NBA, that's the way to win championships. You know, if you can't stop me from putting – if I got three guys that can get me a bucket whenever I, whenever I need to, I mean, those are three of the best – like, those are all all three of those guys, Kyrie, KD, and James Harden, are all top ten players in the league. Easily. When they're all healthy, you know, if you had to pick – if you had to pick a starting point guard, Kyrie would be one of your first picks. Like, he'd be three – maybe two or three off the board. Oh, easily. Um, Harden would definitely be the best shooting guard, without a doubt. I think I think Harden's the one of the best players in the league right now. I think And KD is still the most unstoppable scorer we've seen. You know, he's seven foot and he moves like he's six four. There, yeah. You know, like I mean the dude is insane. I mean that team is so stacked, at least in their starting five, and they you know, every once in a while they'll have people that pick uh, pick up and play a good role, but their only way they don't make the finals is if the Bucks beat the Heat and the Bucks beat them, because they have struggled against the Bucks. Yeah, that's true. But then if the Bucks beat them, the Bucks have the hardest road to the finals easily. They got to go through Miami. Yeah. Then they're probably going to have to play, play Brooklyn. And then yeah, most likely true. they'll have to play the 76ers. I feel like the only team that could really – I think the honestly the only team I could see being the Brooklyn Nets in the east side is the Bucks. If the Bucks stay consistent, I could see the Bucks being the Nets in a seven-game series. That would be a good series to watch. I'm just hoping Milwaukee can get it out, can get out, get if past Mil- Miami. If bro. Milwaukee can play really good offense and Giannis plays really good defense and post play, which she could easily do that because, like I said earlier, 
the Nets have no post play. All they have really all, like they got really good shit. Like they have good role players. Like you know they got Joe Harris. They got Bruce Brown. They got uh, Nicholas Claxton, DeAndre Jordan, Blake Griffin. Like, but Blake Griffin and DeAndre Jordan, they're old and washed up. Like they're really no use anymore. They're right. Just, they're just there's big bodies to have in the paint. And to have good, and just to have big names added on the roster as well. So, I mean, anything can really happen at this point. I mean, I'm not, sli- I'm not going to sleep on Philadelphia either. I think Philadelphia, um, Joel Embiid, uh, he was a foul trouble. But other than that, Joel Embiid looked, he just looked like Joel Embiid. Uh, ben Simmons did really good. Um, Those are another two, bro, that I didn't mention earlier: Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid. About young, young. Young players in the NBA, like, I mean, bro, like, Joel Embiid would have probably been the MVP frontrunner if he wouldn't have had injuries this season. Oh, yeah, probably. I, I you know? honestly And that's not that. to take away from Jokic, because Jokic had a really good season. But, and he probably will win it, and he should, you know, especially with Curry not making the fi- uh, not making the playoffs. Like, that was my only case for him. And I want him to win it just because I love Curry that much. But, I mean... The Nuggets, even without Jamal Murray, are have and played insanely well. You know, I feel like if if Jokic would have went down, and it was Jamal Murray carrying the team, it'd have been a different story. I think so but too. But Jokic has has carried a decent load ever since Jamal Murray got <clears throat> excuse me got injured. Um, this is like we've said before. This is I just mean, a I, very entertaining playoffs. Yeah, yeah, Jokic. He's definitely he's definitely had to carry the load on. But, I mean, also, I look at the Nuggets. I mean, they still have – I think Aaron Gordon's been a good role for them. I think if MP, Michael Porter Jr. on a good night, he could be – he's easily the second-best player on the team. Um, Frank Compazzo, I think he's a good – I think he's a good guard. He can play offense, play good defense. Um, Morris, I, I don't know his first name, something Morris. I think he's a decent player. Um, so, Nuggets, they, they, I think the Nuggets have – good role play as well you know so um yeah, Portland did beat them first game deep. um like I said dude this, this playoff I like this I like these teams a lot like I mean dude like the Knicks against the Hawks like I think that could be a good matchup uh Clippers of Dallas if Luka's on his game and the Clippers step it up I think that could be a good matchup series hell even the Suns and the Lakers that, that I feel like that I like the first round like I I just love this all this playoff game like NBA playoffs is just amazing to me, you know. So, that I, I covered it. So I, you know. Yeah, I want to awesome. go through and because I'm kind of interested to see who y'all got winning each series. For the conference finals. Like all the way. Just, no, no, just just, just for this round. No, just up for this round. Like, out of everybody that's playing right now, who you think is gonna make it to the next round? Okay, so I got – I'm going to have Utah against the Dallas Mavericks in the second round. I think the Clippers are going to lose in the first. Okay. That's a big statement. I know I'm probably going to get a lot of – I'm going to get a lot of hate for that, but I, I think that could possibly happen. Um, Denver's going to beat Portland. Uh, Lakers – so it's going to be Lakers against the Nuggets in the second round. And then go to the Eastern Conference side. I think it's going to be the Knicks. Even though they did lose last night, I think it's going to be the Knicks and the 76ers still. And then 
Milwaukee, Mo- excuse me, Milwaukee and Brooklyn. All right. Um, all right. Well, mine's a. I got, I also have. Um, I have the Jazz playing the Mavericks. Um, I think the Mavericks are going to shock a lot of people. I think they can. I honestly think they could go to the conference finals if they play their best ball. Um, I'm as much as I don't want to do this. I got the Suns winning in six. Oh my God! In six. I think it's going to be a six-game series. Um, I think the I'm, I'm just I'm just looking at the games tomorrow. So I'm probably going out of order. I think the Bucks win in six. They might drop two. I think the Nuggets. I I could see the Nuggets doing a reverse sweep right here and winning four straight against the Trailblazers. That's very possible. Um, I think the Nets are going to easily handle the Celtics. And I think they, the 70s. Like a sweep is in the talks. If, if not a sweep, it's going to be a gentleman sweep. Like I think Celtics could maybe like get four one game. One, like game five. Yeah, it 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 it, it won't five. go six games. Um, and obviously I think I have to pick the, uh, 76ers over the Wizards. I don't know how many games that would go. I could see it going, I could see it being a sweep as well, but I was going to say, I I mean, they, you never know. You never know. And bro, like I want to pick the Hawks just to like give some diversity, but I just don't see the Knicks losing to the Hawks four times. I don't know. Yeah, the, I I feel like with the Hawks, like yeah, they got they got Trey Young. They have uh, DeAndre Hunter, who's been really decent for them. Uh, Kevin Huter, Bogdan Bogdanovich, or Clint. Capella. They got some like, good they, pieces. They got some good pieces around the team, and they got Tony Snell, Lou Williams. Like they got good. Pe- they got good role players and good pieces around them. I just, I feel like it comes. To, I feel like it comes down to like the guard play with Trey Young, because Trey Young, he, he's he, he's a Curry two point he, is. He, he could score from anywhere on offense, but geez, he does not have any defense. Right. And that that's what's gonna suck for the Hawks, I think. I as much as I want the Hawks to win, and I think they're a good team, I'm gonna go out on a limb here. If we didn't have a play in tournament, right, and you put the Hawks in the West, I don't think they make the playoffs. That, that, you're probably right about that. The West the West is the West is so static, bro. Like, in, in even though the the East has some good matchups and everything, like I mean, the my the Miami Bucks is I think the best series in the East currently, and there could be some good ones down the road. Like if Milwaukee played the 76ers in the conference finals, I think would be a really good one. Um, and then Milwaukee versus the Nets, but bro, like other than that, like the West, all of those series except for I I think the only series that really is out of question for being, like, close would be the Nuggets. Like, I feel like the Nuggets are just better than the Trailblazers. Like, they just have so many more – it's not that they have so many more pieces. It's just, like, they're so – I feel, feel like they're just so much more well-rounded. They're too, the Trailblazers are so dame-reliant. Yeah, the, the thing – yeah, you know? I also want to cover about the Trailblazers. I feel like the Trailblazers, like it's – long. it's been long overdue for the Trailblazers to do something in the playoffs. And, like, I feel like they haven't done anything special the last five years. Like, C.J. McCollum is a good number two. Do not get me wrong. He's a good number two. They, but in the league we play in today – or that we watch today – Rotation players as well. They do. But in the league we, we live in today, 
you look at all the teams that are stacked, like not stacked, but like are gonna make that could make the finals, right? The Clippers, Paul George and Kawhi Leonard. That's better than Dame and CJ McCollum. You know, you look at the 76ers, Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid. That's, That's better. You know, uh, Devin Booker and DeAndre Ayton. They're young, but if you had to take over the next five years, Chris who would Paul you take? Right. Chris Paul is literally. He, 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 the, what he's done has gone. He, he's been disrespect. He, the disrespect level towards Chris Paul for what he's done for that team is insane. I mean, I know he was. There was talks about him being. I think Chris Paul could easily be in. I think Chris Paul should be in, like, even, like, like all the play. Like, most players did get hurt. Like, LeBron got hurt. KD got hurt. Anthony Davis got hurt. Joel B got hurt. I think Chris Paul should be in consideration for. Should be, or not. He shouldn't be MVP, but he should be at least in talks of it. Right. He has changed the Suns around. Phoenix Suns fans love Chris Paul. They. They will literally do anything for Chris Paul right now because Chris Paul, Chris Paul is the big reason for Phoenix success, in my opinion. And then you look at the Lakers, and obviously they got LeBron and AD, and you, they they got good pieces around them. And they I sign mean, like they sign Dennis Schroeder, Montrez Harrell in the offseason. Right. And they bring Andre Drummond and uh, where they're where trade. Portland's lacking, and I think this is what Milwaukee lacks. That's why I don't think Milwaukee like I I did not pick Milwaukee to make the finals. I have them losing to the Nets in the second round. But um, I believe that they're missing a number two. Like, Chris Middleton's good. Don't get me wrong. He's been an all-star and everything. But no one's picking that dude in pickup. Like, and I know pickup's a totally different game. But, like, I'm just using it as an example. Like, if you lined up everybody that's in the playoffs, like, just number twos, like, you, like CJ McCollum would get picked probably before Chris Middleton, I believe. You know, Anthony Davis definitely would. Maybe not Chris Tapps. Definitely not Kate. Or I don't even know who you would consider number one on the Nets. But, you know, like, I mean, I don't, he's just not he, – he doesn't feel like an all-star. You know, he's he's not – like, LeBron, if he has an off game, AD can pop off and go for 50 or 60. You know what I mean? If he really, if he really wanted to. AD is that good of a player. You know, like, we're, Milwaukee is missing another superstar along with Giannis, and they won't get it. Because of the market they're in. My thing is with the Lakers, I don't think LeBron and AD are 100% healthy, if I have to be honest with you. I don't think they're They're probably not. But they better better get 100% healthy if they want to win the series. Like, if most people think the Suns could beat the Lakers, I I honestly would not be mad at that opinion. Only because LeBron and AD are not 100% healthy, and that's going to hurt the Lakers a lot. I mean, heck, bro, my boy LeBron's been seeing triple. Yeah, and apparently, yeah, LeBron lays on the court for like ninety seconds and is seeing three goals and gets poked in the eye a little bit. I was like, telling Eric about this last night, so I saw this thing on a meme page on um, Instagram, and it was seconds after like a, an injury or whatever, laying down on the floor, court or field or whatever. So the baseball player that recently just got hit in the face with a fastball or whatever, who is absolutely messed up, he stayed on the ground for thirty-eight seconds. Okay. Joe Burrow stayed on the ground for like 60-something seconds after tearing his ACL. LeBron sat on the court for a minute and a half after getting poked in the eye. I want to say this real like, quick before we switch on. This dude sells everything. Topics. LeBron, I love you. If, you're ever, if you ever hear this, LeBron, you are one of my favorite players of all time. But, God, you need to stop being a sissy, man. Like that. 
just get up. Like, dude, you set an example. You're you're the best fucking player in the league. Stop laying on the damn ground. Get your ass up and fucking just play just play the damn game. I can like, respect trying to get a foul call. You get call. poked in the eye. Like, I understand. But, like, dude, like, you see these statistics and a baseball player gets hit in the face. A 95-mile-per-hour fastball gets hit right in the fucking face. And Joe Burrow literally gets his ACL torn because he has a shitty offensive line. Like, come on, man. Like, LeBron, I love you, dog. Like, I don't I don't want to talk bad about him because I love LeBron. LeBron, I love you. Most NBA fans love you. Like, dude, come on. Set a good example. And stop flopping. Stop flopping, LeBron. That thing, against, that thing against the Suns with Chris Paul was just... Like, what the hell is that? What the hell is that? He, he Bro, reacted like got. he got shot in the stomach. It was bad. Bro, he's 6'8", He came out of the crowd looking like he literally just took a gunshot. Bro, like, he I mean, he, it's oh just God. like, I understand. I respect trying to get a foul call, you know, because that's part of the game today. That can change a game. You know, two points can really change a game. But, but when that's a big part of your game, that's a problem. It is. And, like, Curry, listen, Curry kicks his leg out and falls whenever he hits a three or whenever he shoots a three. He's no, trying to get he's, press conferences, he, he's trying to get to he's trying to get an and one, you know, like that. I, I, I respect it, whatever, because if you're going to if you're going to use the rules of the game, like how James Harden does James Harden with James Harden's zero step, he un, he hooks literally the defensive player's arm with his arm and then goes up for a shot to get to the foul line. It's smart. It's smart basketball. But when you're sitting here and you're getting boxed out. By a six, what he's like, what six one six two point guard, and you act like you just got shot. Come on, bro. Problems. Yeah, That's like Lance yeah, Stevenson on. level, bro. Like, don't, don't, don't lower yourself to that. You're the second greatest player of all time. Most people, not most people, at least fifty percent of people think you're the goat. <laughs> act like it, bro. Jordan was literally getting knocked uh, on his by butt nine. by uh, the. Ah! Uh, <laughs> oh God! Ow! Help! Oh Jesus! Ah! 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 We're not Jordan winning. was literally like, getting like close. It's like the Peter Griffin scene, a Family Guy, when uh, he like falls. Ah, that is so perfect. Did he? Did he LeBron, say anything in the press conference down. after? Probably not. I did, I, I saw All the right. clip, but I, just, I didn't see anything about the press conference. I'm surprised somebody didn't ask him about us because we're too scared to. I'm, I'm surprised he didn't bring it up when he asked what happened. Like, why did you guys lose the game? No well, kidding. you see, it was uh. My left shoulder was hurting because whenever I got insanely fouled by Chris Paul. Yeah. Um, and him and Chris Paul are cool. Like him, yeah. Chris Paul, uh, Dwayne Wade, and Chris Bosch were the Banana Boat uh, brothers or whatever they were. Like whenever they were in, no, uh, that was, in Miami. Was that, that was Mello. Isn't Chris Paul? It was Mello, but it, Chris Paul was one of them. Though. My bad. Yes. Yeah, was, Chris, but not, I, was, it, that was it on was that Chris play? It was not on that play. Because right. that was leaving so the got, game when he came back, but oh, okay, okay, okay. I think we got. I think we covered enough of the first round of the NBA playoffs and a little bit of the playing tournament because we gotta keep up with y'all, uh, y'all huge sports fans out there. We're gonna go ahead and switch this over to the Julio Jones topic. I know we've already covered this. I feel like we've talked a long time about this, but it's official. Julio Jones wants out of Atlanta. He doesn't want to come back. He wants to win. Does not like the situation. And I think that's because Atlanta messed up and did not draft a quarterback, and they drafted his replacement instead, Kyle Pitts, because I think Kyle Pitts can be a really good receiver now for Atlanta, playing alongside with Calvin Ridley. Boys, I'm gonna go ahead and say this: y'all, y'all have, we all have our opinions. We talked about the Aaron Rodgers situation in the last podcast we did. Yep. Right. Green Bay. I'm telling, I'm telling, I'm telling the general manager for Green Bay right now or the front office. 
if you want to keep Aaron Rodgers on the fucking team, you better give up like two. You better give up the next three years of first round picks, a second rounder, third rounder, and probably like Jordan Love because you disrespected Aaron Rodgers. That's where y'all fucked up at. Yeah. If y'all want to keep Aaron Rodgers, go for give fucking Julio. Give up all the picks you're going to use on backup quarterbacks and and <laughs> defensive backs and get Julio. Do a Pull a Los Angeles Rams move. Give up all your first-round picks for the next fucking century. Save Aaron Rodgers' ass. Save your own asses. For Christ's sakes, help the Green Bay Packers fans out. Because Green Bay Packers fans, I'm sure I feel so sorry for them. Because Aaron Rodgers is one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. Like, and Now, I, I, want, I would like to bring that up for a second. I want to discuss that. I The, the Rams situation, I think, is a little bit more reasonable. They did it for... A player who's on the rise, a young up and up and comer who's already a stud. He's already elite at his position. Julio, not saying he's not a leader or anything. He's he's a top three receiver in the league, um, but he he's he's older. That's the problem with Julio is that he's older. You don't know how yeah, much time you've got left me, in him. You still got a few years, did, but it's not as much as as you, as the Rams got with Ramsey. They've still apparently, got Ramsey's career in front of him. Apparently, the Falcons. Okay have heard trade offers and have been asking for a first round pick and nobody has offered it. Yeah, they that's that's actually crazy. They they would prefer to, to trade him. They they want to trade him. Well, um, listen, as they, they both they know. I think they both the know that neither one of them wants him there. And the, I think the good thing about it is they just want to keep Julio happy. Like if it makes Julio happy that he wants to leave Atlanta and he wants to have a career change. Um, he's been he's been devoted to that team ever since they drafted him. You know, and he's worked Especially, hard. He's worked his tail off. Yeah, but the, the the Atlanta, if someone if up, someone wants a, a trade, let him trade let it him up. Julio Jones time's up. It's, it's time to go. And listen, it's not like the Tebow situation where it was like speculation he was going to sign. He he wants out. He he said himself. He said himself. He, he I'm out he, of there. It, yeah, I'm out of there. He, was like, he was you, on that's the not rumors or speculation from from sources. That's that's. Out of water directly from the well straight out the horse's mouth yeah well first of all it starts off with uh uh nfl fan dropping a photo on twitter with julio jones wearing a damn dallas cowboys hoodie so that obviously brings a lot of spec speculations like damn yeah he really doesn't go to there. dallas well and it just made it official when they morning. asked him about Dallas, he said he wants to he wants to go to a team of win, like that'll win, and I think he he tried to squash that without saying no. I don't want to go to that that team. I, I want to win. You know, I think that was his, think, his polite way of saying he doesn't want to go. To I Dallas. don't think they would trade him to an NFC team. I think they would do what Aaron, the, what Green Bay would do with Aaron Rodgers, and they wouldn't trade him to an NFC team because they don't want to face that. Get him out of the get him out of the conference. I think they would. Smart. Uh, I, I think he it's I an, again, it. not from him. It's it's a source, but he said I think his top preferred place is the Patriots. Can't blame him there. Decent. God damn, I hope decent quarterback happen. situation, and suddenly with this offseason, stacked talent. The three highest trade odds right now are Tennessee. <laughs> Please no. The Forty ers Yeah. Okay, that's fair. And the Patriots. A healthy 49ers at that. Healthy 49ers. Everyone's back. 
Um, you got a Jimmy G situation and a Trey Lance situation. That's a that's a pretty good. But you know, if you're if he was if he's really upset, I don't know if it's the whole them not drafting a quarterback to replace Matt Ryan or anything situation. I don't know if that's really why I don't he think wants that's out the or if he's just. I, I, I don't think, think it is either. But why would you go to Ryan Tannehill or Jimmy Garoppolo? Yeah. Or Cam Newton. Like Ryan, no, Ryan neither of the, none of them are equal level to Matt Ryan. You have. If if he wants to worry about winning, he needs to go somewhere that already has a decent or a decent defense. If anything, yeah. he, yeah, I would be wanting to go to Baltimore. Uh, listen, hang on. Well, you, I was gonna say the 49ers. The forty the, does the 49ers, Do y'all think they have a good secondary? I know they've got a good good defensive line, but do they have the best secondary? Um, I don't think it's as crazy. As I don't. I don't think it's crap. I, I think it's a few points above average. And also, I think it depends on the Richard Sherman situation because Richard Sherman hasn't really signed to a team yet. True. Um, if Richard Sherman stays with the 49ers, I think their secondary could still be really decent. Um, the 49ers, like, they're, they, they're already, I think they're already stacked on offense. Yeah, too. now like, they're back know, to being, George like, Kittle. everyone's healthy again. It's, it's, it's good news for, for San Fran. Yeah, I just George don't believe Kittle Jimmy Garoppolo is, the, is answer. the answer. No, God. And I don't think who they drafted is going to be the answer, especially I, if Jimmy Garoppolo went down again. I think he'll I, bring I think Trey, wins, no, but I don't think Trey he's going to get far. Oh, you think Trey Lance could? You think Trey Lance could come in this year and be a difference maker? No, not this year. Not this year. Even Garoppolo is admitted. Garoppolo wants to help him. Garoppolo will probably. It's gonna be. I think it's probably gonna be like the Alex Smith, Patrick Mahomes situation. Patrick Mahomes just chills out his whole rookie season. Trey Lance is going to do the same thing. Jimmy Garoppolo is going to leave after this year. If they don't win it, all right, screw it, whatever. We're going to go with our new guy. But Trey Lance is going to be a top five bust of all time. No, hell no. Whew. I, don't, I, don't I think going, bust, I don't I'm know about going. all time. Bro, no, if you draft him time. number three all and he time, plays damn, terribly, if he plays one. terribly and you traded up to three to get him when you could have got him – at your pick, you already had. That's yeah. Okay. Yeah, you're making you're well, making no, a good, I think a good case. He's making a good case. I'll give it to him. Top ten, at least. You think Trey he's Lance, I, He wasn't a top ten quarterback. Just go. I think no. Trey Lance could win Atlanta. That's how good I think Trey Lance. I don't is. think they would have. They they wouldn't have passed up on Kyle Pitts. He was in the category of. He was in the category. If you tell me, me of, you had to pick Trey Lance or Kyle Pitts, and you took Trey Lance. Yikes. I would. Which is what they need to fuck. I think they need a quarterback. But You're there was better so quarterbacks. On, the, the fact of the matter was that there was better quarterbacks on the board. Proven, that, that, proven, that's the big proven quarterbacks what, that were better. What well, if, Trevor, and well, as much Trevor, as none of us want this to happen, what if Mac Jones absolutely tears it up? Not, not because it won't happen this year, but I mean, a couple years down the line, Justin Fields and he, tears it up. Justin Fields is a bigger possibility, especially this year. Oh yeah, the fact that what, what, if, he, what if he leads the Bears to the playoffs? Francisco should took Justin Fields. We all agree with that. Yeah, I yeah, think we all agree that was, on that. Them trading up to not get Fields was, well. I would yeah. have taken Mac Jones over Trey, Trey Lance. He, like I've said, I think that's where me and Blake differ from He's in the you. category of quarterbacks. Jones, I don't know where they came from and how they got drafted so high, but it's it's a category consisting of him and Zach Wilson. Bro, he, d- he doesn't have that much body of work. He, All right, I, so quick question about going back to the Julio situation. Uh, yeah, any yeah. team Julio goes to, do you think there are automatic Super Bowl contenders? For uh, it, it, it depends on who he goes to, really. Like, listen, um, if he went to Miami, they wouldn't be. Like, I mean, yeah. if he went to the Packers, well, I yeah. I, listen, hey, I'm going to give some respect to – I think Miami will be a really good playoff runner if he went to Miami. Because they've already got Waddle. They've already got – We don't have a running game. 
and we don't know if we have the quarterback situation. Yeah. That's the problem. Like, Tua could completely eat trash this year. And if he does, he does, you know. And I'm not going to pull for that. I want him to obviously succeed. And I've said this before. It hurts when you look at Justin Herbert and what he's going to be doing, what he just did his rookie year, and then this is what we got with Tua. Tua could definitely turn it around, you know. Like I like I made a case with the Tim Tebow thing. Every quarterback gets two or three years before they get the the franchise gives up on him. I still have hope for him. I don't. If I had to place a bet, I would say he's not the guy. I just think he he just seems so uncomfortable in the pocket, and that could change. It really could. And getting him some weapons is going to help. Our receiving core was terrible last year outside of Devontae Parker. But with Devontae Parker and Jalen Waddle, if we gave him Julio as well, I mean, that would be a pretty stacked yeah. team. Yeah. And we did win 10 games. Come down if, Tua could yeah. help, if Tua could do it. And we don't have a running game. So we literally have no other. We are, like, I mean, we, we would have no other. We'd have to pass the ball. You know, with yeah. us not getting a running back. You well, know, it, we, we really are hurting. Back to the question, offensively. I, I, I don't. I, I do think it does depend on what team. Like, if he goes to the Jets, they're not a Super Bowl contender. If he goes right. to say, uh, the Patriots, the the Patriots would. I don't think they'd be Super Bowl contenders. I think they're in the same boat as Miami. They'd be really, really deep playoffs. Um, Titans. I think, the, I think the the Titans would. They they'd be really deep playoffs because then you've got you finally got like a good. You'd have to beat the Chiefs because they've already That'd got. They've already got AJ, so him and Julio, Julio and AJ with such, Derrick Henry, they would add such depth to that offense. And Ryan Tannehill is a decent Brown quarterback. Admitted, like I mean, AJ Brown admitted he said if who because AJ Brown, uh, I watched a um, I don't know if y'all watch this podcast, but it's uh, busting with the boys. It's uh, featured with uh, Will Compton Taylor and uh, Carol Luan as the main cast. They brought on um, AJ Brown on for an episode and he said AJ Brown said his top three favorite receivers in the league was Julio Jones obviously Amari Cooper and Calvin Ridley and that's a weird list but I'll take it he said if Julio Jones somehow comes to Tennessee he would give up his number to Julio even even Derrick Henry said give up give up the number 11 pick for him I would you would or wouldn't I would Wood? Wood. Wood. Yes, wood. Okay. Like bark. <laughs> I, I I think, I don't know, that's a high, high pick to. No, I said, I said it, no, my, I, I said his jersey number. He would give up his jersey number. Well, no, I'm just. AJ Brown would give up his no, jersey number. No, Derrick Henry also said we better give up 11 like the pick. Yeah. Oh, oh, my yeah, bad, yeah, my yeah, bad, yeah. My bad. I didn't hear yeah, that. Yeah, like, I mean, like I a draft, like, yeah, not, not the jersey okay, number, so dra- he wants to like, give up a hell? very high draft pick. Not saying Julio's not worth it, I'm just saying that 11 pick, it, you'd have to you'd have to look at next, now, like, the 2022 draft class and make that decision. This With this draft class, the 2020 draft, or, well, the 2021 draft class, you don't do that. There's too, there's too much, there's too many elite players going in the top 15 that you, you can't give up that. Again, this was I, a really good s- draft. Yeah, it was a really, really good one. I hate to make it seem like Julio is worthless, but he 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 deserves a lot for a trade, but he don't deserve an eleven pick. Uh, he he's elite, but that's that that eleven pick could could it could alter a, a franchise. Again, Julio could, but it wouldn't last you very long. That's that's my point. Is that you wouldn't get much longevity out of it. 
Another team that I don't think would be Super Bowl contenders if he got traded to him would be the 49ers. I don't think they're Super Bowl contenders. Ooh, I don't know, man. I honestly Listen, bro, I, I just don't right trust now. Jimmy I G. I think they're decent playoff. They're not deep playoffs, but I think they're decent playoff contenders now that they're back to being healthy. But, here the, but here's the offense. Here's the offense. You got you. If Jimmy G could play, if Jimmy G could stay fully healthy and be a really good quarterback, you got Raheem Mostert as your running back. You got George Kittle as your tight end. You got two other two receivers alongside. If Julio does go to San Francisco, you got Brandon Ayu and Debo Samuel. That trio of receivers, it would be fucking amazing. That would be an amazing offense. You With had a, George Kittle you had a end, big what if shit. in there, though. You had a big what if in there. Yeah. It's like, it, hey, Dalton, it's, it's like, it's like, the, it's like your team situation. It's like, exactly. And that's a big what if. Quarterback situation. Is it worth giving can, up a high draft quarter, pick? Can, but, can Jimmy Garoppolo succeed with Julio Jones, George Kittle, Debo Samuel, Brandon IU, and Raheem Mostert as running back? It's a big difference what? between a rookie you who's played one so. year and a quarterback who's been in the league for some years and has been kind of declining. If, even with his right. health issues, he like he can't stay healthy. But it's like I'm not gonna hate too much when he is healthy had, and he plays. One year. I, say, I can't sleep on 49ers. They did make it to the Super Bowl a couple of years ago, so I can't like yeah. really completely sleep on. And them. they should have won it. Let's be honest. They really should have won it. They were outplaying they the Chiefs. But Patrick Mahomes went clutch and was he went clutch in that Super Bowl. He went clutch. Except for the two picks, the two one of them was not his fault. One of them was Tyreek Kills, but hey, a, hey, a Super Bowl. The other one was Bowl, his. Yeah, it is. And he's going to get another one this year. Shit. I was going to say, if the Jaguars win a Super Bowl, like, let's say the Jaguars go to Super Bowl one day and have Trevor Lawrence threw four interceptions and we still won, you know what? I win. can care less if he threw four interceptions. Yep. We still won the fucking Super Bowl, you know? Hey, like, man, a one-point win's a butt-whooping. I don't care what anybody says. Exactly. <laughs> That's famous words of Papa win, Corbett. Yeah, a win's a win. A win's a win, <laughs> motherfucker, you know? It is. Famous words of oh. Papa Meekum. Papa Mika wins a win, Papa, mother. Yeah, Papa Mika. Papa Mika gets a win. It's a fucking win, baby. You know what I mean? Oh, but we so we said the Packers, the 49ers, the Titans, would Baltimore? I was gonna say Baltimore. Uh, yeah, Baltimore's Baltimore, got yeah. a, a Baltimore a would have to be, wouldn't it? Defense, and they're they're a few pieces shy on offense. Do they have a good a good run game? I, I don't they have mind. a good running game because of Lamar. That's what I was about to say. Because the read option. Lamar, do they have an actual running back who well, can actually you, provide You help? can't say exclude Lamar because of how much option they run. Because, like, with him being on the field, he's a threat. So people have to stay home to make sure that he doesn't bust. You know That's what I mean? Fair, but so, like, I mean, their running if, attack is because of Lamar, but it's not like they have, like, a Dalvin Cook or a Derrick Henry or somebody who can yeah, just take over point. a game. But if you have a throwing aspect and you can do RPOs with a run-pass option and you got Julio out there – with Hollywood Brown, you know, with Hollywood Brown as a number two and Julio getting the main attention, that would be pretty dangerous, bro. Now, who is – because I know they, they cut Ingram. So who's their running back right now? You're going to do the same thing to us that you did with the Bears. Oh, Lord. Cordell Patterson. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to look up Ravens running back. Oh, Lamar Jackson. <laughs> Like it, it's the it's the fact of like, J.K. Dobbins. I, J.K. Dobbins. That's okay. That, Ohio he, State running back. He's not elite, but he's he's good. Well, he's, he's also he was also what wasn't he a rookie? I think. Yeah, I'm pretty okay. sure he got drafted. La- if if not last. a rookie, he's still real young. Um, I think that that second depth to a running back position would take a little bit of pressure off Lamar and give. I, to me, I think he focuses too much on. 
I think he's I think he's like his mindset is he's prepared to break away and get a big run. I don't know. He doesn't I, trust I, his I arm enough. Personally, I, I don't think he. Yeah, I was about to say I don't think he trusts his arm, and I don't think he focus. I don't think his main focus is looking for a receiver to pass to. I think he's he's he looks for a receiver, gives up very quick, and it's just ready to break off a run. It works, but eventually it's it's going to get Teams figured out. On. And we saw it last last year. He it, he got figured out a little bit. And the year before last. Yeah, like when fair. the Titans beat him. It they, they'll they'll figure it out though. That's that's the problem. If if you can, that's the problem. It's not hard to beat his pass though. game, and if you can beat his run game, it's it's not good. It's not good. That's a problem. They would, de- I, they would. It would definitely be an upgrade. I think none of us are disagreeing with the fact that it's it's a it would be an upgrade with having Julio, but I think it would make him playoff. Con- or it Super would Bowl give contenders. them their one hundred percent surefire wide receiver one. But you Every, know, like their receivers you know, are kind of like they're 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 debating like, oh, he's our receiver one. He's our receiver one. No, Julio would one hundred without a doubt, hundred percent be your wide receiver one. You wouldn't have to. Juan, you are you gonna say or, uh, Eric? Um, they did sign Sammy Watkins the offseason, and they drafted Rashad Bateman in the first round of this year's draft. And earlier, I meant to help y'all earlier, but I had to <laughs> had to take a bathroom break. I'm sorry about that. Um, <laughs> y'all had a little issue with the J.K. Dobbins situation. I was like, oh my god, it's J.K. Dobbins, it's J.K. Dobbins. <laughs> so yeah, they got J.K. Dobbins a running back. Um, Mark Andrews is tight end. Um, I drafted him yeah, in fantasy last year. He balled out for like, me. That offense could be really scary. Too, it could be good. They just need. They do need that extra dimension, though. They they don't have I, Watkins. I don't think is a wide receiver one. I think he's a, a average wide yeah, receiver he's, two. He's probably gonna be like. I don't even think Watkins would be a starting honestly. Hey, week one, Sammy Watkins be different though. Yeah, and then the rest of the other sixteen weeks, he's kind of poop. I remember <laughs> when Sammy cool. Watkins fucking. <laughs> had almost 300 receiving yards and three touchdowns against us first week. That was when Gardner uh, came out, wasn't it? Season. Yeah, that was that was his 13th straight inter- or not interceptions. I, that would have incompletions. That would have got him or murdered and exiled from Jacksonville. Um yeah. yeah, the the 13 or 14 straight completions, which is pretty hot, but that's not the point. The point is Julio would very much help out the Ravens. I still um, think the highest they would, would be would be a 3 seed. I that yeah, that's that's still a good take. I think I think they're if they signed Hulu, their main problem would then be, um, can Lamar be our quarterback? Yeah, that would be the telltale because you've give, literally given him every piece that you need. Because like the the big difference between needs. Lamar and Michael Vick was my, Michael Vick had a cannon, absolute cannon, and and he could and run. Lamar low key got cannon too. He but he's he it's he inaccurate. He, I don't think and he, he doesn't has the, he's not well. accurate and he don't have the confidence. I feel like. You know, he had that stretch. He had that stretch in his MVP se- season, and my Miami Dolphins were one of the teams that felt the stretch, um, where he was just throwing that ball all over the field. Like, I mean, he was not giving a single crap. You know what I mean? Like, he was hitting everything. But we haven't seen that Lamar for a minute now. You know, he makes a good pass. You know, he makes a couple five, six passes a game that you're like, oh, okay, that was a really good pass. But, you know, the problem with Baltimore – is when they go down. Yeah. When they go down I in a game. I 100% agree. And that's that's what the problem with the Titans. When they go down in a game, it's hard to get back because Derrick Henry is such a big piece of your offense. You know what I mean? Like, that's, like the Chiefs have literally proven to us, okay? If you're down... In a game, but you have one of the best quarterbacks in the game, you're not out. 
You may be down, but you're not out. And that's you know? where that's where it, it works for the Titans, but they over rely on Derrick Henry. Imagine being able to give Derrick Henry a little bit more relief. Again, not hating on AJ Brown, but imagine being able to give Derrick Henry the relief. Oh, AJ Brown's a great receiver. Yeah, he's he's great. But imagine being able to like take Have like Julio not take away from Derrick Henry, Brown. but not like give Derrick Henry a break and still be able to throw to either AJ Brown and Julio Jones. That would be. You would have to pick them to win the AFC South again for sure. Yeah, I would retire because I mean I think that, that happened. I think they're already the pick to be to win the AFC South. You they're know? the most surefire win. Um, they are. Jaguars have too much to prove. The Colts. I still have... don't think they could beat the Chiefs or the Bills. No. Uh, with that. No. God no. Because uh, of Ryan Tannehill, and I hate to say that, but he's he's not a bad quarterback. He's he's just uh, he's average. He's a slightly above average quarterback who can who can get you there, but he's not going to be the main reason you win. Let's be honest. He ain't Kirk Cousins. Fucking Kirk Cousins. You are. Same thing. I love with that Miles. I that at same exact. Time. I know. I was like, he ain't no Kirk Cousins. He goes, he's sure better than Kirk Cousins. <laughs> Me and they're just um, on a different wavelength. So pa- Packers would have to be a Super Bowl favorite, would they not? I, I think well, I if Aaron Rodgers is playing, because yeah. now you've got Devontae Adams and Julio Jones. Those and are like decent, like a, a few wide receiver twos. Alan Lazard. And, and then Aaron Jones Aaron in the backfield. Back. No, it would just be can the defense step up and get you a few, few turnovers. And they yep. did against the, the Buccaneers. It really wasn't. I don't know what their problem like the was. The Buccaneers didn't the blow them out. It, they were given so many opportunities, and they just, I don't know. I don't, I don't know what their problem was. I remember watching the, the game, but I just I don't know. You said the Pats. You mean the Bucks? I said the Pats. I did say the Pats. Tom Brady. Tom Brady mentality. <laughs> but I was like confused. I was like, when did they My play bad. them? My in bad. The My bad. No, you're good. Um, I didn't, I ain't trying to call you out like that. I you just confused me like crap. <laughs> I'm sure um, listening was like, hang on, wait a minute. When did it? What? When did that happen? No, listen. I was listening to one of our old podcasts, and I said something like that, and I was like, oh, I'm glad no one called me out on it. <laughs> <laughs> but. I think those are the only teams that would really like be difference makers. So, if if the Packers do sign Julio, does that keep Aaron and, and Green Bay? Yo, hold it up, hold up, hold up. I got I got one more team. Hit me with but it. But the and only problem is the only problem is they don't have an, they don't have anything to give. Okay, and that would be the Rams. Yeah, that's fair. They the just Rams. don't have nothing to give. If they had the Rams, something to I give, swear, bro, the Rams. I swear the Rams do not have a first round pick to like twenty twenty six or something like that. Yeah, it's bad. It's real bad. But they they gave up. They found a way. Stafford, right? Yeah. Like, okay. So yeah, wow, they the are never not, going to have a first round pick again. That GM, if the Rams somehow landed Julio Jones, that, that front office would be playing a very absolute very steal. Game. America's Especially most wanted. If they, if the Rams don't win a Super Bowl, honestly, in my opinion, if the Rams don't win a Super Bowl in the next three or five years, they're fucked. It's management's fault. It's management coaching fault. Sean McVay gets your fired. Talent Matthew is Stafford there. gets old. Jalen Ramsey complains. Aaron Donald complains. The whole front office is a shit show. Yeah, at that point, it's it's front office uh, management and coaching that has failed that team because for that free, team to be as good as it is, it, it shouldn't be in the state that it is. I know they made the, the playoffs. Free agency first run is how you build contenders. Right, mm-hmm. the draft is where you build dynasties. Yeah, and, and they, I've always believed they that. They sure don't, and they have don't have any way to do that. 
Imagine at least. I mean, they could get like pick in this year's they could get some gems. This was a star-studded draft, and they didn't have a single pick in the first round. Unfortunate. Feels bad. But what um, were you gonna say before I said the Rams? Talking to me, what were we talking about? Oh, uh, does does Aaron Rodgers stay in Green Bay if Julio gets to get straight up to the Packers? Does it keep Rodgers? Eric, it's surefire. Like he, it, like why would you not? If you had, you'd have two top five receivers in the league on your team. That's true. That's true. And a good um, running game. It I, would just, just I, I want to see if y'all thought like Aaron Rodgers was like beyond the point of no return where. You could you could give him Julio. Well, okay, listen. If you gave him Julio and DeAndre Hopkins or something, I Rogers would be the stupidest human in in football. He'd be the stupidest human on earth if he passed up passing to DeAndre Hopkins and Fonte Adams and Julio. Imagine that, Jesus. Okay, so here I'm. I just pulled this up. This this tweeter from this tweet from ESPN tweet? Stats Info tweeted January thirtieth, uh, two thousand twenty one. So this was before the this was after the Matthew Stafford trade and this was before the draft. Okay. The twenty twenty one draft is set to be the Rams fifth straight without making a first round selection. With the Matthew Stafford trade, their streak is poised to reach seven straight years without a first round draft choice. Granted they don't find another talent they're interested in and give I say give we make it eight. Eighth and ninth uh, round picks. They might as I well say, like, if they're already if they're already screwed for seven years, but you might as well just fucking go eight. Fuck it up and go eight and try and get Julio. You want to that team some first rounders and come to L.A. That team is going to be so dangerous. But the problem is, but the problem is, Hikey, I'm sure though. teams don't want to wait fucking seven. Like I'm sure the Falcons wouldn't want to wait fucking eight or nine years for two first round picks. Right. Because the league's going to be different in seven and nine years anyway. So what the hell would be the point? I mean, but if no one else, I mean, it'd be awesome for Matthew now. Stafford to get a great weapon. But damn, they're gonna have to. Jesus, seven straight years without. Now it's six with this draft happening. Six more years without a first round pick. Jesus, I think, man. I oh think their God. their best bet right now is to assess, play season, assess the team, and see where it stands. Find the weakness and go on from there. I think, with their biggest problem being golf, a gaping problem being golf. Um, I think I, I think they don't need to make any big moves that can be costly to them, and I think they need to they they just need to assess. I think they're they're in um, they're in analyze mode for me. You need to you need to see the state of your team, and you you take next off season to like make your make your big decisions because your team is set. Uh, you just need to see this season and and find what your problems are, and then you still have all next season to address that problem because there shouldn't be many problems on that team. There really shouldn't. Right. And it's not like Stafford's just gonna like I can I I would I don't see Stafford just playing good for one more season. Yeah. Like, I'm gonna ask the million dollar question that you guys love so much. Who is the running back? <laughs> Cam Akers. Wait, okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. State. Yeah. yeah. Okay. He 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 did pretty Brown. decent enough for them to get rid of uh, Gurley. Or did they, did they get rid of Gurley before yeah. Akers? I, I think it was before, wasn't it? Before? I, th- I still think he did pretty decent. Yeah, bro. That's another thing with the freaking Falcons, bro. Like, I mean, I know Julio Julio wants to win and everything, but it's not the offense's fault. Yeah, I, I do think. The offense is stacked. It's if I'm Julio, I, same thing with the Rams. I'd stay analyzed because now you've got freaking Kyle Pitts to help you out, man. That's big. All That's right, real so big. I want to be a buzzkill. Can I be a buzzkill? No. 
I don't want to be a buzz. I'm just kidding. Like it's not. <laughs> sure, got but got the it. the end of the first quarter, Milwaukee is up 46-20. <laughs> Milwaukee is absolutely beating the. Dog that is not a buzz kill. That is definitely not a buzz kill. Milwaukee well, is. Maybe they won't go seven games. <laughs> maybe they won't go seven games. <laughs> I hope not, bro. I hope we. I hope we sweep. I hope we're. I hope we're well rested. Because if we go seven games and then the Nets sweep, we're gonna be beat. Like I would like to have a little bit of a break before we play the Nets. But. And uh, dang. Brent Forbes already. Brian Forbes already has fourteen points after the first quarter. So Brian Forbes is uh, lighting up the first half. Giannis has nine points, six rebounds, and three assists after the first quarter. Here he almost has a so, double double. Yeah, he already. Yeah, he already almost has a double double after the first quarter. After the first quarter, gonna be really so. unfortunate if they come back and win. And we sat here on this podcast and said, "Oh yeah, the uh, the Bucks are up, you know, twenty points on the uh, twenty six. Yeah, twenty up twenty twenty six. My bad, sorry. Right now, gonna be really awkward if they come back and win. Nah, it, it happens a lot. <laughs> Basketball is a game where, like, when you're down twenty, like, listen, it looks slim, but it's. It's not over. Anything can happen. Especially in today's game where the three ball is so prominent. Like, it could, like if Tyler Hero and Duncan Robinson got hot, like, that, that, that game could switch insanely fast. But, I don't know. I like the Heat, but I don't like them as much as the Bucks. So, go Bucks. Fear the deer. <laughs> Fear the deer. Fear the deer, baby. So, Julio, back to Julio. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just like the Julio discussion. Um, I I want him to get traded just because I love that. I love that NFL these past two seasons has become the NBA offseason. Everyone's going everywhere. Um, it, it seems like we're building super teams, but again, it turns out like the KD on the Warriors, and it just don't work out. Or it could work out for a little bit, but it doesn't end up in the long run working out. Like with uh, what's a, what's a good NFL comparison I could make? I can't think of one off the top of my head. But we're like it, this. The off seasons have been so crazy lately that I, I wanted that I want. I don't want Julio to go to Green Bay because Aaron will stay, and I want Aaron, I want Julio to leave Atlanta and Aaron to leave Green Bay just just for yeah, chaos, just man. For just for just chaos. For I want. I would actually to like be, to see Julio go to Green Bay, just to just. I, it, it will be fun. That that's it's a it's a close run between both of them going to completely different teams than them both being on the same team. But at the end of the day, I want them to be on separate teams just just because I, mean, I want hey, the NFL I mean, hey, front shit. office to Julio be on fire. Say he wants to go to a winning team. And if he goes to the Green Bay Packers, that team might fucking win. That's, that's a winning team. That is that is Bro, a winning like, team. Listen, the top four of the NFL would have to be Bucks, Chiefs, Bills, Packers, Green Bay. Yeah. It would have to be. Most definitely. If that happened. And that's a fun four teams. That's a fun four teams right there. Right. Yeah, two of them are in the AFC, two of them are in the NFC. And it's even. <laughs> yeah, like literally, like the Bucks could beat the could definitely still beat the Packers, but the Packers I feel like would be favored favored, and the Bills could beat the Chiefs, but I think the Chiefs would be favored. I mean, we could see, we could see a repeat of the Super Bowl we had last year, which I actually hope happens partially, only because I want to see 
Tom Brady lose to another quarterback that's not Eli Manning or Nick Foles, someone who actually deserves to beat him. <laughs> but if that's not the all, most like actually honest statement I've ever heard, someone who deserves, to beat, deserves to beat Tom Brady. Can we just see it once? Right. Patrick Mahomes like, deserving. Like Aaron Rodgers. If Green Bay would have played if Green Bay would have played the Patriots in a Super Bowl and he would have beaten him, Aaron Rodgers would have been at a deserving quarterback. Or Aaron exactly. Rodgers has earned that title. Josh Drew Allen, Brees would have fun one. I'm not gonna say deserving, but yeah, a fun know, one Josh, to see him. But beat, you know, Tom Brady. that's he, he that's could. a quarterback. That's a quarterback I did not want in the draft. But boy, did he explode! Had a rough and first two seasons, he, but boy, he exploded. He exploded um, crazily, and that's why you like, oh, you got to give two a chance, you know. But yeah. like, I don't know. I just like, I gotta, like I said, Matt I'm not Ryan about that explosiveness. Like, that. wanted to see him, wanted to see him, uh, deserve, wanted deserve to beat him at the time. Uh, Drew Brees deserves to beat him. Blake Bortles deserves to beat him. No. <laughs> Blake Bortles does not ever deserve to be brought up. Well, he's on the Packers now, so he's going to take well, Aaron Rodgers' spot. Shit, he might be the fucking starting quarterback for the Green Bay Packers next year. So, But, bro, if he's the starting quarterback and they drafted Jordan Love in the first round, bro, is that not just no, a big middle stupid. finger? <laughs> like, yeah. to your fans? Like, not only, yeah, to the fans, to Jordan Love, and to Aaron Rodgers. F you, Aaron Rodgers. We drafted a first-round quarterback that were, you when off. you left, we didn't even start him. We didn't even start the quarterback after you left. That would be hilarious. That would be. Listen, if Aaron Rodgers went to the 49ers, though. Dangerous. They they, be, yeah, that's, that's, they, a, that's a Super Bowl. Team. They would make the NFC Championship game for sure. Yeah. And they would. I, I could see them beating the Bucs because their defense is still kind of nasty. Because that's the thing. Their offense will be so... Uh, consistent. That be a, that will be a consistent offense. Yeah, because Raheem Mostert's a really underrated running back. Oh yeah, uh, you've got. He was Greg, injured last year, but Greg Kittle, George Kittle. Um, imagine imagine Rodgers and Rodgers and Julio go to go to San Francisco. I'm sorry, that, that is my bad. Cool. My bad. The third best tight end in the league. Behind. Oh my! Shut up! Travis Don't even say Kelsey. it! Don't even say it! Shut up! And Mike Gesicki. Okay, there you go. There you go. Proud of you. He thought I was gonna say Tim Tebow. Uh, yes. No, listen, it goes it goes Travis Kelsey in my opinion, and then George <laughs> Kittle. Um, but that's also who's throwing the ball to who. To be honest, you know, yeah. yeah, I feel like if they switch places, I would easily say George Kittle's better than Travis Kelsey. They're really one and the same. I think they're they're really similar players. Um, you know, I should have said I should have said Kyle Pitts was number one. <laughs> Blake, I really should have instead of Mike. I, I, listen, and you think I'm playing, but I mean, I know he hasn't played a snap, but. The dude's a monster. I'm just saying he's not number one, but we already his ran problem, him pretty high. His problem where he's not going to be able to be a tight end, I believe, is his blocking. But he can still block. He can still block. It's not his elite status, but he, he can still struggled. Block. He struggled with blocking a little bit. I ain't gonna lie. In college, okay, you, if anyone would know better than I would, it's you. it is you. Um, I think he he does make up for receiving. He's an absolute unit. But if you say he struggles with blocking, I'm gonna take your word for it because if there's anyone who would know, it's you. If there's anyone I trust to say struggling in for, uh, Florida in the same sentence, it's you. Oh, yeah. I'm straight I'm up. Listen, I am a realist when it comes to Florida. Like, I might say, oh, yeah, we going to the Natty, boys. Ow. Um, I might say we're going to the Natty or we're beating Bama or whatever. But, like, and I may be also pessimistic. Or, no, I might not be optimistic in the games. But Pessimistic. Hang on. Listen. I mean, I'd be optimistic in the games, but after it's all said and done and I'm looking at it, 
and I rewatch stuff, I do pride myself in being a realist when it comes to Florida. I can see our problems. Just like I see Miami's problems and it's Tua. Yikes. But I think Even we've had I think we've had a pretty in depth podcast when it comes to the NBA and the Julio situation. A very uh the word I'm looking for. Not robust, but uh, it, it, it covered a good bit. It really it did, covered a good bit. It's very diverse. Diverse. That's the word I'm looking for. I got you, buddy. Thank you. Perfect word. Thank you so much. That makes me happy. But yeah, very diverse. Diverse uh, podcast. Very, very for diverse. Sure. Thank, thank, thank you. Thank you. And we should be back here next. Well, it'll be Tuesday for y'all. Next Monday. We're going to record, so next Tuesday we should have episode number eight coming out for y'all. Um, I don't know, and we'll see what topics come up, but probably definitely we'll talk about the NBA playoffs some more because it's going to be deeper into the playoffs. Yeah, um, some of the series Advanced are going to be over further. by then, shouldn't it? Hopefully we'll have an Are answer to, to Julio's troubles by then. Seeing no, with the development we like had this today. Is, this is going to last a while, I think. You think so? It's going to yeah. be a DeAndre. Well, not well, DeAndre Julio's going uh, to take a sweet time. He might not even sign with the team until probably late this summer, honestly. Breaking news. Woman Julio Jones of sexual assault. He'll just have his own training camp. <laughs> like he'll, just, he'll just do his own workouts over the summer. And he's like, all right, fine. He'll do what Terrell Owens did whenever he, uh, whenever he was uh, – Suspended from the team, he'll just be working out in his freaking driveway, and freaking reporters will come up to him while he's doing ab crunches. That's hilarious. Oh uh, yeah, it'll be some shit like that. I'll <laughs> oh, get my training in. Yeah. Oh but. well. I think, that I think that's gonna wrap it up. Uh, yeah. It's all. I think that's gonna wrap it up. Um. Once again, thanks to everybody who does listen. Um, it is very well appreciated. Sorry, I have something in my mouth. Um, I you sound like you were struggling with that. You sound like I am. Thank I you all pick. for yeah, listening. We appreciate you very much. But we appreciate. I think it sounded a little listens. more aggressive. Um, even if you don't listen to day of, even if you don't listen to the last one, anyone who listens period to this podcast, we appreciate greatly. Um, I think that goes without said or without being said because this is something we do like to do, and anyone who wants to tune in and listen to our retarded discussions and our retarded topics that we come and I mean, maybe not topics but um what am i looking for what, what, what am i looking for blake let's see if you can help me out our stance or stances on our uh opinions there opinions. We, yeah how come you couldn't help me out uh i wasn't paying attention i, I zoned yeah, I was gonna out say blake you're supposed to be you're the smarts in here man uh, you're, you're i wouldn't go that out. far yeah <laughs> for sure i'd love to say that but man I can cover football. But, we get the NBA, and it's just, just uh, crickets don't worry, chirping. Don't worry, don't worry, DB fans. We're gonna help. We're gonna help with Blake's knowledge for basketball. I'm telling you, soon. episode 100. I'm gonna, I'm gonna predict the winner of the, <laughs> the 100. finals. That's when like we'll, LeBron, we'll have a, KD, Kyrie, ever, and James Harden are gonna be all on the same team. Yeah, <laughs> and still if lose. If we ever reach to uh, our hundredth episode, we'll have a huge celebration for Blake. Definitely Absolutely. have great knowledge of the. Uh, episode 100 we'll do it we'll NBA do a trivia. quiz NBA yeah, trivia we'll a quiz. let's go wavelengths wavelengths brother wavelengths I'm telling you I'm telling you oh yeah when we start yeah when we start recording and filming we'll just start having trivia questions for Blake oh god yeah, that'd be nice NBA and trivia he, for he Blake has Ron. till he has till I a, think it'll uh, be awesome he has 30 seconds to answer he has till the end of the episode to get the right answer and we have to watch his computer screen to make sure he doesn't <laughs> <laughs> I'm not cheating yeah <laughs> 
<laughs> no shit. Oh, the nineteen the nineteen sixty winner of the NBA Finals. Oh, definitely the Celtics. <laughs> I knew that one for sure. But um, like we said earlier, we're gonna wrap this one up. Thank you everybody for listening. And uh, of course, anybody else we got anything we all to add? Love y'all out there. Thank you so much. We love you. Thank you for the support. Yeah, all right, As fans, always, thank you. DB Sports Podcast out. Stay blessed. Have a great night.